nostalgia, growing up gifted, pop culture, and cake. I'm Claire. And I'm a red dress of the toilet. <laughs> and you're not the boss of me now. No, you're not. No, you're not. And you're not so big. No. Because life is unfair. Life is unfair. And if you haven't guessed, we're doing Mouth from the Middle today. Hey! And we're emphasizing the gifted part of our podcast tagline. I should have said growing up Crowboy. 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 What does yeah. that mean? It's Seymour Crowboy from Little Shop of Horrors. That's what it's in reference to. I Are you joking? No. <laughs> they named him after Seymour and Little Shop of Horrors. I thought it was like, you know, there's so like funny. the like genius test or like genius society and it's some like person's Mensa? last name. I literally, but I thought it was like a play on that or something. <laughs> like they said the Mensa kids. Like. No, Seymour, Seymour Crowboy. Crowboy. That is the... Fans IMDb. Um, if you haven't watched Malcolm in the Middle, Malcolm of said middle yeah. is a gifted kid yeah. who get in the pilot episode gets put in a gifted class called the Krill... Krillboins. Krillboins. And they, like, you know, they make fun of him in the yeah. school. And uh, my first impression upon re-watching Malcolm in the Middle, because I haven't seen it since I was very young, was, oh my god, you are Malcolm, Michael. I am Michael. Malcolm. I, Malcolm. Like, no Michael. wonder you like this show. I am, I know. Well, it's, yeah, because I, I was in elementary school, like, I was in first grade when this came out, and I was in the gifted program yep. of elementary school, and so I was like, I feel like Malcolm. It's so <laughs> true, like, I also was in the gifted program, and people had a lot of... Uh, fun ways to talk about us. Oh, I'm sure, especially at Kiffin, right? Yeah. Um, were you at Divinity? I was at Westgate. Westgate. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. But, um, anyway, in, for all you non-Colorado people, there are elementary schools in uh, the local area. Um, also, apologies if there's like weirdness in the audio mixing, player. because I can't get the um, basketball... Out of the fun house. To stop playing where we record. And I... Okay. Yep. So anyway. Might, but we're talking about Malcolm in the Middle. That's here. right. Because <laughs> sports and us. Who knows? But, um... <laughs> so, I... Yeah. I related to Malcolm. Like, just because there's that scene in the pilot where the teacher is like... She's like, we have to do a little test for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he, like, lit, rattles off all the fats. And so and she's like, okay. Yeah. And he's, like, calculating all this, like, <coughs> weird shit just, like, out of him. And they're yeah. like, ah, I see. Like, they don't tell you what the test is. And no. then all of a sudden, they're like, there's a letter to your parents that's like, your kid is gifted. You put him in the special class. Yes. I forgot what that test is called because I also have my gifted and talented license for teaching. And we Kogat. Been... Yeah. Oh, good job. I remember taking it and being told I was yep. to be in the gifted I program. was shocked that I passed that because it's a lot of shapes. It's, I thought it's with my depth perception issues, I wouldn't be able to see Logical, spatial reasoning. Stuff. Yeah, like, the, like, you you fold this paper and then punch a hole, and what does it look like when you yeah. open it? Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Always um, fun. But, so, Malcolm in the Middle ran from 2000 to 2006. So good. It, uh, it's about a boy named Malcolm who's in the middle of his four siblings, um, Francis is the oldest, who's in military school, because he's just like a ne'er-do-well, awesome burnout kid. Then the se- the second oldest is Reese, who's like the dumb jock. And also following in Francis's footsteps. footsteps. And then there's Malcolm, and then there's little baby Dewey, who's just like the baby. He is like, 
gifted in the different oh, way. Yeah. Like, yeah. not in the math school no. way. He's like, his own little weird brand of gifted might be on the spectrum yeah. kind of yeah. special guy just he's, bopping around. Well, he's just a baby, too, yes. of all these other boys. And then there's another baby, which I forgot about. There's Jamie that happens midway oh. through season three or four. She has a, They have another surprise baby. Oh, and it's no. little Jamie. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, a God. And then the finale of the show, she the very last scene that you see of the parents, who are Jane Kesmer and Brian Cranston. Forever love Brian Cranston. Cranston. Michael's favorite actor. I, well, I will get over that. I'll get on that in a minute. <laughs> but the very final scene with the two parents is that they have another kid. Like, she pulls out the pregnancy test and she's like, how? And he's like, damn it. And oh, no. And that's the end of the show. And it's so, so funny. So good. Well, then he's truly in the middle. Yeah. You know, yeah. two and two. Two and two. So that's fun and satisfying yeah. Yeah. as an ending. And I, I, it's so clever. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, it's famous for the breaking of the fourth wall. Yeah. Right? In a sitcom. Yeah. Um. A single camera sitcom in which they break the main character is constantly like reporting out his thoughts and it's very funny. Um, you know what I always think of too is the scene in Arrested Development <laughs> where they are on the like Tobias and maybe you're going to the Hollywood sets and oh, they're yeah. like, Look, there's Malcolm no. in the middle, and he goes, No, you're right, it's much more important for you to know how we make the show than like <laughs> us actually filming it, and it's <laughs> So funny, I think about it every time. Like, that, that set, for what did, watching the show, like, I forgot how much I loved Malcolm in the Middle. Like, watching the for the episodes that I did for this week, I was like, oh, like, I remember this set. Like, I remember this house. And I remember all the yeah. rooms in the military school. Ooh, the nostalgia. Yeah, so much, so much nostalgia. So, Malcolm in the Middle was another show that I could not have on. Not because it was inappropriate, but my mom didn't like families that fought. Oh loudly. yeah, that's not that's not. And the show families for you. that had dysfunction and issues that weren't like you know like Family, loving issues, to watch like literally <laughs> like families arguing with each other like gave her anxiety. So like where the mom was like yelling at yeah. the kids or like the kids yelling at each other, she was like absolutely not. Also, my mom hated Dewey. She thought he was like the most annoying thing in the world. Dennis the Menace. She literally was like, I don't like how that kid talks, so we can't have this show. <laughs> Which is funny because she has this feeling about the kid on the middle as well. A brick? A brick? I love Which brick. I said, Mom, you can't say that because the kid is annoying because he has. Absolutely. Yes. And she was like, He's still annoying. I can't Did watch she it. Find me she said he reminds me. Barfay? He reminds me of the little kid from Malcolm in the Middle, so we can't watch this That's fair. show. So I never really watched it growing up. My biggest, re- the reason I started watching it, and this is so fucking sparkling nonsense, I can't even, is because there was an episode of Lizzie McGuire in which Frankie Muniz plays himself, yeah. and Lizzie's like, "Didn't you watch Malcolm in the Middle?" And I was like, "I have to watch Malcolm." Does in the I don't think you're Lizzie McGuire? Because I'm Lizzie, and that's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> so I tried to watch Malcolm in the Middle and my mom was straight up like this show is annoying we can't watch it oh I, my family watched it religiously I watched it all the time yes just cause it was like now I'm in the gifted program wow cool like, it's a really good <laughs> show it's his there I've been watching it just like yeah, all I wanna, the way through I wanna rewatch it oh my god it's fantastic I loved it I'm I, in the end of season 2 right now oh wow you've been going 
I mean, I just put it on the background yeah. and stuff. But it's a good. It just speeds through. It's only 20 minutes. It was like truly 20 minutes so episode, so it just goes. And you know my respect for the sitcom. Like, yeah. I just, oh my god. It was it's, so good. It was almost ahead of its time. It, I think in a little bit it was. Like, I, Frankie Mandos is hilarious. He was so cute. Like, I definitely yeah. had a crush on him, especially when he was like Agent Cody Banks. Oh, I love Agent Cody Banks. So good. I loved, I had a Big Fat Liar poster. Oh my god, Big Fat Liar. I love it because I loved Amanda Bynes and Frankie yep. Mendes, so when they were together. They, that was such a good movie. They, that was great. I, yeah, I love it. I have really enjoyed, like, enjoying that show as an adult because it is, it's so reminiscent of, like, being funny. a gifted kid and, like, yeah. everyone making fun of you and, like, they're always like, oh, the crow ones, like, da, 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 da. and I'm like, well, at least I use what they're actually called, whereas, yeah. like, people were just stupid <laughs> in what they like to call us GT kids. Because oh, um, that could mean anything. Oh, no, I thought it was hilarious. Because there was one that was like, they call us, uh, I, I don't know, like the, sl- uh, the slur form yeah. of oh. gay. Oh, great. But they use it in like a derogatory way, but then they call us the gay pterodactyls. That's and awful. we'd be like, pterodactyl starts with a P. <laughs> That's so funny. So, went to gay turtles oh. and then gay turds. That's so mean. It's never, very 2004. I never ran into this issue. No one called you the gay turds? No. Because <laughs> we're at GT Elementary School, we just got pulled into a room, and they're like, whatever. And then, like, middle school, I went to GT Middle School, and we were just our own little team. Well, yeah, you were Purple Team. Purple Team. We were our right. own little team. Well, and we were, like, segregated for the rest of the school, so, like, no one, yeah. like, that was when I was in gifted PE. <laughs> Me... There was a gift, I know, but like, you know the gifted PE is like not the athletically gifted. No, but it was athletically gifted. Oh shit, oh Cause, no. Because I was good on defense on middle school basketball. So I was bigger and I could just knock the little piss squeeze out of the way. But, and I was just like a good student. And so we had to like set goals for ourselves and like so do you had to achieve. PE. But it was like all the athletes and me. Perfect. Good. Love that for you. Yeah. That's hysterical, actually. I only did it for one semester. Like, don't you want to keep going? I was like, honestly, no. I took the test to go to Imagine we could have had so much more shared trauma. Oh my god. Well, you wouldn't have been there. Yeah, but we would have. Oh, that's The true. cycle yeah. would have continued. Right. Um, but I also want to shout out on the show I, the kid that plays Francis. Oh I god. love Francis. I was of like, course you do. So, I don't know why, but of course you do. He's so funny. He is very funny. It's just like, the mommy issues thing is absolutely oh. hysterical. Oh, yeah. And like when the girls call him out on it and stuff, and he's like, all he does is talk about his mom because he's like just the stereotype of a kid with mommy issues. And he calls her every single day. And, and they're like, you the, don't like your mom, but you're obsessed with her. And <laughs> all the Naval Academy bros like all crowd around because his family's so crazy. And they all listen on like the phone calls. Yes. That kid, he is the brother of Danny Masterson from that 70s show. Really? I did not know that. He's the younger brother. Huh. And I thought he should be the famous one because he's talented and he's really funny. He should have been in more stuff, and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Do uh, you like that somebody show? No, I, I've never watched Roy it. Like, like I don't have an opinion. I think it's funny. <laughs> or maybe at least it. I did as a kid. So now yeah. I'm like, I don't know what. How did you watch that? And not well, because that one that. I started watching like when I had more free reign. Oh, right. And they had it on ABC Family. So oh, like yeah, if yeah, I yeah. was home. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had access to ABC Family. Yeah, yeah my mom would have been absolutely um, horrified had yeah, she found I, me watching that 70s show. I'm shocked. Um, I love a good 
hapless husband, strong wife dynamic. Yeah, I did too. He's the marriage of Hal and Lois is my favorite marriage, mm-hmm. like trope, and just like like. They are so healthy. Yeah. Like they're he is a mess and he can't live without her and she loves him so deeply and they have like a good sex. Like they are such a healthy marriage. Yeah. Like they're such a Jeez. it's so funny. The episode where she goes out of town for the first time in eight years yeah. and he's just like sitting on the couch, <laughs> like covered in like whipped cream and is like ah, and like starts smoking again because he doesn't know what to do. When he smokes the pipe and burns the dress, and that's why it has to go in the toilet. That's so funny. And, like, I will say, this, you were right. I think you told me that I would like Brian Cranston more once we rewatched Malcolm in the Middle, and you're right. He's so so funny. funny. He's He's so good. So, Michael has a. He was like creeped out by Brian Cranston, so it became a thing in which everything you said, if I had a gift response to it, it was Brian Cranston. She sent me so many Brian Cranston gifts. But it's also, Malcolm in the Middle is 10 times funnier to me now because we watched Breaking Bad this summer too. So my most recent dose of Brian Cranston was the Heisenberg and just a complete, I mean, this man is talented. Yeah. And I don't know what is in his contracts that requires him in all his shows to be in Tidy Whitey's yeah. 50% of the time and nothing else. I don't know why he likes that, but he does it all the time, right. and it's in both shows yes. that he's famous for. When you, I forgot that you had texted me weeks ago when you started watching Malcolm, um, and you were like, I was not prepared for Lois shaving Brian the Cranston. Opening the opening introduction of, of the, the parents is once again Brian Cranston... Which, the pilot episode of Breaking Bad yeah. is him in his tidy whities in the desert. Yeah. yeah. I can't. It was, what it is was, this man's deal? I could deal? not believe they got away with so much stuff on Fox. Back in the, like, watching the show, I was like, I love this. Well, I mean, this like, so family edgy. guys on Fox. Oh, yeah. Like, That's they true. make all the adult animation. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's very but weird. I loved it. I, I, oh, yeah. that's so funny. So many things that I forgot. Like, I forgot about... Um, Lois has that co-worker named Craig <laughs> the who, has cr- who has a crush on her. Who's He's like literally so stalking weird. her. Yeah. I'm like, this is creepy as fuck. And then the end, the finale, Reese moves in with him and their roommates while Reese becomes a janitor at the school. Are you kidding me? No, I was like, what? This is so funny. That is the worst. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty. Like we, I just watched the beginning and the end, and so there's plenty in between. But I was like, I forgot about that. And then Malcolm gets into Yale or Harvard, no Harvard, Harvard, and yet his financial aid like is you know not good enough, and so they like can't afford it, and so he becomes the janitor at Harvard. And so like they're both Will hunting. Yeah, so they're both janitors, and he's like, catch you later, Reese. I gotta go. Back to class, and he's in his janitor uniform, and I, was, I love that. That's so wild. That's kind of funny, though, because, I mean, there's, like, a... There's an episode I just watched where, like, Reese is being, like, picked on by the teacher, and, like, the, he doesn't even, like, read Reese's work anymore. He just yeah. gives up on him and, like, assumes... Like, Reese is a bully to the crumblings yeah. and, like, all that shit. So, like, he just... The teacher was a former quote-unquote nerd and like has it out for Reese and Malcolm like takes his test for him to prove it and like then the parents catch on and they're like you shouldn't have cheated and all that but then the mom like loses his shit her shit on the teacher and it's like 
No, you don't need to care about Malcolm. You need to care about Reese because yeah. he's the kid who can't pull himself. She was like, even if something went terribly wrong for Malcolm, he never went to school. He would. Ri- she has this whole monologue where she's, she's like, he would ride the ranks of the company and become the CEO because that's who he is. Yeah. Reese needs the support, and I was like, oh, yes. So nice. Like that, and that's true. Like those yeah. are the kids like that you want to just throw away because yeah. they're an absolute nightmare. Yeah. But they're the ones that need you to believe in them. Yeah. Whereas like Malcolm doesn't need anyone's belief because yeah. he's gifted and high yeah. achieving. And I just thought that was a cool moment. Yep. Yep. By um, my other favorite is Stevie. Problematic looking back, but Stevie kills <laughs> me <laughs> Stevie so much. Is so funny. And this whole weird family. I, I feel like it's not problematic. Well, they called him crippled well, so okay, many times yeah. in the first like, season. That's, but she's <laughs> like, you go play with that crippled, crippled boy. Yeah. Crippled in the pilot. Yeah. I mean, that's problematic. His character no. isn't like, displayed and they no. treat him. Just, I will make my point again with South Park. They treat Jimmy and Timmy just like everyone else. Yeah. And that's inclusion. <laughs> that's, and that's inclusion. But I, in the pilot, I died when Steve... Because Stevie is in a wheelchair and has glasses. And can't talk. And can't, and he pauses. His asthma is he, so severe. He pauses after like every word or two because of his asthma. <laughs> but this bully in the pilot is like beating up, is trying to beat up Malcolm. Yeah. And Malcolm throws pudding at the bully. And then the bully's gonna like, <laughs> the bully like reaches back and Stevie leans forward just a little in his wheelchair. And with the fist, the bully just gently brushes his face, like not nothing. And Stevie's like, "Ow, ow!" And they're like, "You put the kid in the wheelchair." And he throws himself to, and his chair to the ground, and then he wings at Malcolm. It's so good. It reminded me of, like the shit my residents would do, or the residents would do it, yeah, yeah. like playing into it, like, "Oh my god!" Just to like get people. To... <laughs> well, isn't the bully played by the guy from Shameless? Oh my god, I didn't notice that. Yeah, yeah. 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 That checks um, out. Cameron Monaghan. Oh. The. I also forgot about Francis's wife, Piyama. I <laughs> You're not there yet? No, I He gets know. this wife named Piyama, and she's just this How is he quiet woman. Her? I don't remember. Is it but like a. He, would, he just shows up, I think he shows up one day married, and he's like, I married Piyama. And the mom's like, Piyama? Wait, what? <laughs> and she's just there for the rest of the show, and it's just so oh, no. funny. And she's snarky and hilarious. Um, but we'll have to do a recap episode later, because uh, I don't remember. But she it just gave me like a flashback memory of Piyama. The water park episode oh. is so funny. And the roller skating episode. So, yeah. Where they're like, because that's, and that's so cognizant of that time, like inline skating and BMX, like was so big. And so Malcolm wants to skate, but how <laughs> was like a roller disco, like <laughs> competitive roller disco and can like do the equivalent of like figure skating on rollerblades and roller skates, like from the seventies. And so no one in the family can have inline skates unless they take lessons with dad. And so... <laughs> I bet Brian Cranston, is, that's on his special skills list. It is I, literally one of the funniest things. And he's... Claire's and pushing, punching like, in, in her chair. And like, Malcolm is like playing like street hockey and like has a moment where he's like, I can't skate. And his dad just shows up and is like... 
remember. And it's like bouncing his hip in his jeans. Oh I my did. god. Brian Cranston forever. How oh, forever. My god. favorite, favorite oh. husband wife situation. Oh so my fucking god, funny. it's so good. Um, so I was uh, some fun facts that I found Yay. is that um, Aaron Paul auditioned for Francis. Can you fucking imagine? Which one? I'm having a moment now yeah. because I just he, finished Breaking Bad. Yeah, that that he played Jesse on Breaking Bad. Um, but I was like, their chemistry is good, but they could have never made Breaking Bad after that. I know, you could, I know. Which I was like, but then I was like, what if Francis was on Breaking Bad? He would have done it. I don't know. Aaron Paul's a good job in that. Um, but I thought that was very interesting. That is so interesting. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that's, Easter eggs. Yeah, and then um, they the family on Malcolm doesn't have a last name, so in the finale, really? you can in the finale at their graduation you can see the principal Malvin no last name because they they just put that on the strips like Malcolm no last name like all one. That's all hilarious, one actually. What? Um. Oh my god, I just remember this show, just like, I remember the like, elementary school me learning like what French kissing was because of the the episode where Malcolm like learns how to like French kiss this girl and I was like, oh my god. Oh no, that's so funny. Um, I'm looking at some of the people who have been on like a few episodes or like multiple as like minor parts um we have dakota fanning danielle oh, yeah. panabaker daniel panabaker i remember um, dakota fanning being on it because emma was stone what jeanette mccurdy whoa um those are some big sparkling nonsense vibes ones um cloris leachman oh yeah cloris leachman and panettiere oh my Hottest dream woman alive. yeah facts obsessed with Cloris Leachman was the grandma. Wasn't she German? Like, she's just so... Like, severely German grandparents. Yeah. so funny. Who survived the war and, like, won't let you forget. I love R.I.P. Cloris Leachman. She was a queen. I loved her. Um, The same... They used the same German accents they used in Young Frankenstein. Excellent. It says... um, That's hilarious. That's so cute. (laughs) One of the first shows to not use a laugh track. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a standard sitcom but it didn't have like the live audience or the laugh track and again with the breaking the fourth wall yeah um it was they only released season one on dvd because by the time really? the season two came out like the dvds weren't real, like they just didn't do it anymore Inter- yeah like people weren't like yeah. buying shows yeah. interesting oh b arthur also uh, from golden girls yes she is uh like a dewey's replacement nanny that oh i remember dying. that yeah <laughs> she like has a heart attack when they're dancing and it's hilarious oh chrissy Arici, um the girl from um hall and oats not hall and oats but garfunkel and oats that comedy duo, she, oh she she was in it. Um, she's in the she's one of the Proud Boy girlfriends. Oh yeah. Uh, oh my God, it's so funny. Yeah, it's this show, and I oh I we didn't talk about this. Sorry, this episode's all over the place. When Stevie's parents go out to dinner and they eat the sticks of butter, that is a. 
Because he's like core memory for he's me. Having like he's away from his wife, so he just starts shoving butter into his mouth. Like eats it like a candy bar. Like, and Hal is just sitting there because he's like, it's nice to cut loose, and this man's like, you're right. And starts like that was horrifying. I've never he's like been uh, more scared. What? That, I still remember that. That That's was terrifying. Oh, and and, and Spangler. Francis commandment yes. commandant in the um, yes. Naval Academy or the Air Force Academy who only has one eye. That whole like and there's that and he has whole to teach thing him sex ed. where they're uh. like um and they like try it Francis is like trying to beat him in pool or lose him pool or like oh, yeah. you know. Um very just very funny. I will say the teacher in the open in the first season is so weird. She is oh, she is like. I was like, cold. this makes me really uncomfortable because oh she's like, God. I just want to be close to you, Malcolm. Malcolm, Malcolm. I know that was like, like oh. really, really weird. Like, if she's yeah. like, you can talk to me about anything, and then he's like, is she hitting on me? And she's not, but it's also like, it's just too. You're not, you're not having to boundaries. Do that. Yeah, it was not. It was not good. Um. It was never spoken in the show, but in the pilot episode, Francis's name tag. Reads Wilkerson. Yeah. And, and the pilot. They, and then they yeah. went to no name. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. I, um, yeah, it was just a really good show about, like, a family. Even though they argued a lot and, like, it was still really, like, the dialogue was really snappy. It is. It's really good. I, I still am, like, I don't, Brian Cranston is hilarious. Yeah. Like, I. He steals the I show, can't. for sure. For, for me, like, it's the parents that, like, absolutely crack me up because they're, like, Lois is just so wonderful. But, like, he is, like, really, and, like, I just, I had a new respect after, his, like, watching his character develop and break yeah. that. Like, he's so talented. Oh, yeah. And then to see him do something, like, absolutely nonsensical, like, the water park episode Oh. Is so funny. It's like the season one closer, and it might be one of the funniest thing in the entire world. Oh my god! It was nominated for forty six Emmys. Wow. Um, it's I love, and all of Malcolm's weird little girlfriends as he grows up are so funny, and they're all so awkward. I think Emma Stone played like the hot girl that shows of up, course. and then they're like, "Ooh, all the trouble is like, oh, she's smart." <laughs> um, and wow, the- Cranston directed six episodes as well, apparently. Wow. Frankie Muniz was nominated for an Emmy in two thousand one. He was the his baby. Jane Kasmerick kept Lois's clothes after the show. <laughs> That's hysterical. Soon after Malcolm ended, she's watching. They she had a picture where she was watching the episode wearing one of the oh, that's that she was like in it. Um, Wow, they rented the house that they used for the exterior and like paid the homeowners to shoot the scenes. Wow, I thought you were going to say they turned it into an Airbnb, and I was like, oh my god, let's go, let's go find it. That would be amazing. After years of jokes that the ending of Breaking Bad would reveal that the entire series was just a dream sequence of how. A Checks DVD out. extra showed Cranston and Kazarek reprising their Malcolm roles with Cranston describing the entire Breaking Bad series. 
series through Hal's perspective. We gotta find that. I have to watch that. We have to find that. I'm dead. Oh, it's the alternate ending. To Breaking Bad? Stop. That's so funny. Or to Malcolm. Arguably, the ending of Breaking Bad is really, really, really dark. So um, I would have preferred a nice comedic element of it being like, oh my God, Lois, you'll never guess. Lois, you'll never guess what happened. Oh, that's funny. Uh, We're going to have to watch that after yeah. this. Anyway. I, um, my, in, in the finale, it was Reese is like shoving this kid into a locker as he does. <laughs> and this as girl, this girl comes up to him and is like, hey, Reese. And he's like, sup? And she goes, I'm sick of, I'm a straight A student. I'm valedictorian. I, um, I got into the college of my choice and now I just want to be bad. And so she asks him to prom and she made, she pays him 200 bucks to go with her to prom. And he like the whole time is, says all these sweet like poetic things to her like that out of nowhere. Like that sound more like Malcolm than Reese. And then in the end he's like psyched. She's like, oh, do you want to like take this back to like my house? And like, uh-huh. you know. And he does, psych. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And she's like, what? And he's like, I want to continue this as a business. And so oh I got to keep my clients happy. Which is like the most classic Reese. I, I want to look up, I feel like the kid that played Reese was on Cribs. Because I feel I like I saw that. his house. That feels like real 2002, <laughs> like MTV vibes. Justin Burfield? Justin Burfield was he? He might have had the most generic, like, early aughts teen, like, rambunctious boy look. Yeah. Like, girl crazy rambunctious boy look. The spiky uh, frosted tips. Yep. The whole He was not on Cribs. I Uh, made that up. That is a false. Well, I mean, he looks like. A boy band. Maybe like, my small elementary school brain thinking that random boy band member was like, look, it's Reese from Like he has frosted tips. That must be Reese. Thanks. <laughs> uh, oh my god. At school, we were going to do this musical about a boy band called Star Mites. And, um,. The, uh, the, we, I joked with my students, I was like, I'm going to give all of you guys frosted tips immediately <laughs> now. But that's like in again. Yeah. Like bleaching your hair and shit. Oh, yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird. I almost did it in elementary school. I didn't, though. Thank God. I thought that would have been so wild. <laughs> Can you imagine the pictures that you'd have? Oh, pasty ass me that? Blonde spiky tips. No, oh, my god. It would have been a nightmare. Well, life is unfair. What's your... Sparkling nonsense. One more thing, though. Like, that theme song is the most, like, early, late 90s, early 2000s, 2000s. like, angsty teen, love it. Like, I was like, ah! And, like, the the way they do the theme song with, like, the cartoons and, like, the the Pop-Tarts and, like, all that shit. Like, it's just very, it's very sparkling nonsense. This show is very of its time, but holds up. Anyway, sorry. Do yours first because I have to look up mine really quick. Um, well, mine is that I watched that weird video with Jennifer Coolidge and the guy from um, Shameless on the Bear. What's his name? Oh, I don't know. The What's bear. his name? Jeremy Allen White. Yes. Like, of them, like, 
I don't know, it's some interview, but I was just like, wow. I watched these that. Did you watch the whole people? thing? Yes. I did. It's like 18 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, yep, obviously. So I just, the fact that that exists in the world, and I love that Jennifer Coolidge continues to have her renaissance of. Oh, she just got emanated for Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> she just got nominated for an Emmy today. <laughs> I broke Claire's. <laughs> she emulated for Nami. That's why I'm a pro boy. Emmanated um, <laughs> <laughs> for an Nami should be the title. <laughs> to do something. The scene, like, I couldn't figure out how to add a scene, add it to the scene, but there was just these two people looking for Where's a Dolphin? The whole thing. It's so, the last scene, I was like, I just ran across the stage door. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I got a call back. Because I was just the dolphin. For a dolphin. Dolphin in it's just gross. My sense is that the All American Rejects album Move Along came out 18 years ago today. Oh, July 12, 2005. So that makes you feel old. It's time to move along because we're old now. Did we talk about how one time when <laughs> I was, I remember I bought that album at Borders. Wow. Yep. You listen to it in the little, the and, of course. Oh my buttons. God, I love that. And yeah. at Barnes and Noble too. Yeah, so, and my mom was in a rental car. I don't know why this is relevant to the story, but the <laughs> core memory of it is that we had this fancy Acura rental car because mm-hmm. her car was being worked on. Um, and... <laughs> We put this song in the CD in, and I was like, "Can we listen to my new song?" My mom hated it, of course. But she, dirty little secret. Oh yeah. Now, Claire, if a boy ever tells you that, you can't trust him. That's not good. <laughs> I'll keep you. My she was like, if they don't want to tell someone that they're dating advantage. you. That's very good advice, though. It wasn't though because she made me so mistrustworthy, like we talked about earlier with Taylor Swift when I was. Ink. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> 
Oh I'm my dead. god. Anyway, so she was like, if a guy ever doesn't want to talk about being in a relationship with you, that's a sign you can't trust him. It's <laughs> bad news. Don't trust the hoe. My mom was also like, you're going to listen to that song? When I bought it for 99 cents on iTunes. Song is dirty. Dirty little secret. And I said, it's catchy. It's fun. Oh my god, yeah. It's, that was one of those songs that you listen to as you're older and you're like singing it because yeah. it's in your memory. And you're like, what am I singing? Uh, <laughs> um, I bought that whole album. Yep. And I had the Move Along music video on my iPod. <laughs> oh my god! Because he like changes costumes in his face a lot and then jumps off the diving board. It's a whole vibe. It's very, uh, yeah. My favorite out song, from, my favorite music video from that album, when I had watched VH1's Top 20 Video Countdown. Oh my god, I love it! Album, yes! Um, was the It Ends Tonight one. Because they had fire, they were playing the piano in like a desert. And then yes. the fireworks went off and I was like, this is living. Very this good. is so cool. That was a good music video, though. I love that. The top that, 20 countdown. That, that song, so It Ends Tonight, was my ringtone in middle school of for course. whatever reason, which is so God, angsty. that's so yellow card loving of you. Yeah, I know, and it went off in Spanish class one time. My ringtone in middle school was the Bill Nye the Science Guy theme. That's and not a joke. It was. I would leave so my phone on loud on purpose, but nobody ever called me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so even more on brand. Oh my god. I did also in high school make my ringtone the Imperial March from Star Wars in the hopes that it would go off an AP Lang and I wouldn't get in trouble because of the Jedi thing. Oh yeah. That's it never happened. <laughs> Bummer for you. <laughs> Sorry. Nobody ever called me. Sad. I love that it is tonight was your ringtone. In and it went up, we were having a very quiet Spanish lesson, and it was like, Your subtlety <laughs> strangles Darkness me! Darkness turns to light! <laughs> they were coming, they were, All American Regents is coming to Denver where they already God just came, and I was like, damn. I almost texted you, and I was like, Will you go with me? No. But I was like, No, we can't go to this. I'm already going to the yellow card. Oh my god, By it's myself. amazing though. Um, Dear Bobby. Okay, no. God, I, I've heard that. I'm obsessed with that That's song That song makes too. me cry every time I listen to it. It reminds me of my grandparents. Yeah, it's a great song. <laughs> Which don't, my grandparents would hate that song. Don't. It's so good. I wrote a musical when I was in high school and college all about with Ocean Avenue and Yellow Card. Honestly, was, they would make a good bars. wait if you did that with Dear Bobby. Yeah. Like yeah, the like Alzheimer's the remembering yeah. and Ocean Avenue's yeah. how they met. Like that's a good it's, rock opera. It's really good. It's really good. If you put the yeah. of all things that we could produce. The Ocean Avenue and the Paper Walls album, smash them together. <gasps> the Ocean Avenue album is the is the before time and the dear and the paper walls album is the after time and that is so good. That's like our it's idea. Like last Trademark. five years vibes. Yeah, but like, like rock. But in like sad Alzheimer's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you and I became closer as friends because I had the whole Paper Walls album on my iPod. And you were like, oh my God, you know that album? And I was like, yeah. And then we were closer. It was like the second day of Senate. Oh. I don't know how I came up, but I have a memory that of it that out. I just was reminded of. Because I hung that, like, I hung the map of the paper walls, like, that's in the album on my wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was obsessed. Love it. So good. Love that for you. And now they're just, I'm sad. I forgot about that album until just now. And I'm going to the Ocean Mm -hmm. Avenue concert, and they're not going to play that paper walls album. Because nobody liked it, but it's so so good. good. It's beautiful. (laughs) Maybe if I tweet at them or threads at them or whatever. Threads at them? Is that how you say it? What is that? (laughs) 
it's, I keep seeing this non, everywhere. It's the non-Elon Musk Twitter. Um, connected to Instagram. So it's it's Twitter, but we've made because nobody likes Twitter. It's Insta-Twitter. Okay, because when I started seeing it, I was like, is this just Reddit, but also? Like, yeah, it's like Reddit, Instagram, Twitter. Oh, interesting. Okay, Reddit, because Reddit, um, I finally started listening to Sister Podcast, the Nerd Chast. What the <laughs> I can take a podcast with an emanating for Nami. I had taken a hiatus of listening, not for any intention, but I started listening again. And at the end, Bacon was like, My threads is this. And I was like, What the fuck is a thread? In like true old man yells at cloud fashion, I was like, What is that? Like, I keep seeing this on Instagram. What are your threads? Your old man yelling, old man yells at cloud. What is that? That voice was amazing. It's my old prospector voice. It's sad that Gen X beat you out to knowing what threads is. That's what I mean. I'm like, and of all of them, too, like, Bacon was the one who's like, I have a thread. It's really awkward though because like threads, if you click like link to your Instagram or whatever, which I just did, right. but then it sends threads requests to all of your followers. So like all day I was like, so-and-so followed your threads, so-and-so th- followed your threads, so-and-so followed your threads. And I was like, oh no. Ah. Oh, so we'll have to make a sparkling nonsense threads, yeah. then, I guess, because we, I never really used the Twitter. I didn't either. Mine was still an egg. I, I mean, I once a year I'll tweet something that I think is really clever and no one ever looks at. So, yeah. but I did make us a sparkling nonsense Twitter, but I've never logged into it. Okay. So we'll make a, a thread. And new to social media near you, we have a TikTok. Yeah. Hell yeah. Prepare so, to be finding us everywhere. Same as our Instagram, you can find us at Sparkling Nonsense Pod on TikTok. I will say Sparkling Nonsense itself was available, Ooh. but I didn't want to be incongruous. Yeah. Incongruent. Either way, that works. Okay, yeah, I guess both are fine. Yeah. Yes, so I wanted it to be the same everywhere, so we will be posting some of that, which yes. is fun. So um, much more us content. millennial stuff that. What did you send me yesterday? You're like, I can't figure out how to use this filter. Oh, is it the, the same as an effect? The Paw Patrol filter <laughs> on, it's on TikTok. All I wanted was to turn my dog Stella into a Paw Patrol. Because they're really I don't recommend animations. it. Mine turned into nightmare dogs. Yours times. did, but I have The second seen. one turned into an evil clown dog. So I don't. I, I know, but yours is the only one I've seen. But maybe people like you don't. Publish. There's maybe there's more ugly dogs out there. Not I mean, you can but redo like, it several times, but both times I did it, he ended up that in a first nightmare. One, he looked like Zork from. The Toy second Story. one was so much scarier. <laughs> it was literally like he was like a ringleader with like a bloody eye on the left, and I was like, my dog is so cute. He's yeah, wearing a bow tie, and they turned him into a nightmare. <laughs> Anyways, so Michael was like, our filter is the same as effects, and I was like, God, we are too millennial night, like, for TikTok. I was like, help me figure out this TikTok. <laughs> no, it was only 7.30. Don't get no, yourself. <laughs> well, damn, I won't be nomi- I won't be eminated for a nominee for family <laughs> anytime soon. No. Uh, what is our saddest vanilla of the week? Yes. So Michael brought us trees. I did. Uh, thanks to Morgan Chomps on, t- 
Walmart TikTok. She's a very nice Walmart TikToker that I discovered. Love it. And she went to Walmart and she recommended this chocolate chip explosion cake. And it's Which like... It's like cake with cookie dough. It's man. edible cookie dough, dark chocolate cake, dark chocolate ganache, and the sweetest whipped cream we have ever had. We took one bite of it and we were like... Yeah, I think oh. it's like a marshmallow meringue situation. And we were like, it's like oh, too much. Sauce. Yeah, it's so good. Though. It's so oh good. My God. Mm. I like want to eat the rest of the cake. So yeah. Yeah. Um, coming for Kroger's tails, I guess yeah. is the yeah. Walmart. Bakery. The Walmart. I was having a little, a little anxiety because I couldn't find it. It was in the very back. <gasps> I'm so glad. And I found it, and I was like, I was gonna have to get some like s'mores frosted cookies, which would have been good, but like wouldn't have been the true vibes. You were you were looking you know? for something specific. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing yeah. that. But You're yeah, welcome. Go to your local Walmart and find the chocolate chip explosion, explosion cake. cake. It is a wonderful explosion. Um, before we close out, I do just I keep forgetting this because I have ADHD, um, <laughs> and because yeah, I'm me Walmart. as a person, but. Um, we received a message on Facebook from someone I don't know a while back, Ooh, and his name is Nick, and he's from Michigan according to his Facebook, I don't know. I'm assuming, Nick, that you're real, but I just want to thank you so much, first of all, for listening, and I'm sorry I didn't do this sooner if you've dropped off listening yeah. now, like I'm yelling to the void, but fingers crossed you didn't, and I want you to know I was never, we're, we have what you recommended on the list. So yeah. I'm super grateful to Nick because like he's the first person that we don't know that has asked us yeah. to do a show. Yeah. Um and to like for a topic. And I just thought that was so wonderful and amazing. I want to give him all the shout outs. And he asked us to do Legends of the Hidden yeah. Temple, the Nickelodeon game show, which was stunning. Like I love me some Legends of the, the Hidden Temple. It was amazing. Um it was so good. I remember watching it like it's interesting because we weren't on like Oh, I wasn't old enough. I don't think you would have been either barely. for it to be on like at prime time. Yeah. But it was on like I didn't sleep a lot as a kid, so I would yeah, watch it like same. four in the morning. Yeah. Like I'd get up at like three every day for whatever reason and like go watch TV and I always remember watching Legends of the Hidden Temple yeah. and yeah. Like, definitely wanted to be on the Silver Monkeys team. Like they were always really good, so um, Nick, that's coming your way, and I don't. Yeah. I want you to know if you're still listening to our show, we haven't forgotten you, and I'm super grateful. That that we was should, so cool. We, we reached, should DM him. Yes, I should message him. Like, hey, so I'm just the way that our Facebook page is set up is very confusing to me. Yeah. So I have issues with it. The Instagram is so much easier to manage. So if if you have Instagram or access to Instagram or TikTok, I prefer those methods yeah. of communication because yeah. Facebook is garbage. Yeah. Um, just remember to like, share, and subscribe to the pod. Get more people listening to it. Um, yes, please. Tell us, give us more suggestions. We have some fun things on tap. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Next week we're going to do Speak Now, Taylor's version. You know um, it. And then Chris, our listener, wants us to do Desperate Housewives. Excellent. And so we're going to do an episode where I explain Desperate Perfect. Housewives to you. Yes, and then we're going to bring, because I've never seen it, because I was not yeah. going to watch that show. <laughs> Um, I and we're also going to bring back the last episode of Greek because the Bama Rush Talk came out. Oh. Ram- Bama Rush Talk Doc came out. We, so oh. I'm gonna, we're going to watch that and then I'm also going to explain that. Greek to you. Yes. So, um, lots of good things coming away. Obviously, we have, if, we, if I've talked to you at some point about being on the show, Louis, Billy, Jose. Yeah. You will, we will. Oh my God, I'm just such a mess. So, but we have things like Pokemon coming. Yeah. Yeah. All good stuff. But if you have more ideas, Jesus. we want to do the show for you. Ugly Betty was another suggestion I got from the well. which is so funny. Ugly Betty. <laughs> I loved Ugly Betty. 
So I could go on ugly Betty for days, but there's so yes, keep sending us things you want us to cover. Yeah, we don't we don't talk about it enough, but we're super grateful for everyone who has listened. We've done more than a year of episodes. Oh yeah. Um, our our lot our first one was in June of last year, so we haven't recognized it yet. But I'm just. This has been such a cool creative yeah. project and the fact that people actually listen to it is yeah. still worthwhile to me. Yeah. So. yeah, so keep sharing so we can keep spreading the sparkle and the nonsense and sparkle on. Sparkle on.